Well, hello. Love me, don't rub me. See, I want to be loved, but I don't want to be rubbed the wrong way. In this Treat Me Right series, we're going to discover what it is to truly love. So let's go ahead and back. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we do thank you. We bless you. We honor you for yet another opportunity to delve into your word. God, your word is so rich and it teaches us what we should do. So God, we ask that you impact our lives. Yes, challenge us, but God, push us to be more and more like you. We're going to be so grateful, so thankful for the relationships that will be built, for the new life that will be turned over and forever changed. We're going to lift your name on high and give you all the praise. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes, and it truly is my pleasure. We are in the Treat Me Right series. And today, love me, don't rub me. And so we're going to jump right into Romans chapter number 13. I'm going to begin at verse 8, and I've got a lot of scriptures for you today, so I want you to get ready with that. It says, do not owe anyone anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. And I'm going to drop down to verse, well, I might as well read verse nine. The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet. And whatever, whatever other commandment, all are summed up by this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 10, love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Love me. Don't rub me. Now, we know there are so many love stories that were out there, especially back in the 80s and early in the 70s and maybe even in the early 90s. But we talk about how you want to treat someone. And if you love them, you won't leave them. If you love them, you'll come home at night. If you love them, oh, you won't do me wrong. If you love them, you'll give them the last piece of cake. If you really love a person, you're going to prefer them over you and there's a lot that's there. It's just love your neighbor as you love yourself. You gotta love yourself first. And if you don't have it on the inside, you can't give it. But sometimes we know, even in the body of Christ, that there are some people that kind of rub us wrong. Hmm. I call them brother and sister sandpaper. They're there to make sure that you're going to mature. You're gonna be the gym that you're supposed to be, the queen that you are, the king that you are called to be part of the royal priesthood. Yes, he calls us to do that. And so when we look at this passage and it says, don't owe anyone but to love them. In other words, don't hold me hostage. Don't have me doing things for you just because you say that you love me and you're treating me wrong. You're making me indebted to you and forcing me. But in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, we know is a love chapter. And I'm not going to read it all. I want you to go back and read 1 Corinthians 13. It says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But it starts off by saying it's not puffed up. It's not rude. It, it's not going to go against you. And we want to make sure that love is going to cover. So what does this mean if I want you to treat me right and I'm going to treat you right? I've got to learn to love you. But I want to take you to another passage, a couple other passages to kind of put this in context for you. Romans, the 14th chapter and the 13th verse says, therefore, let us no longer criticize one another. Instead, decide never to put a stumbling block or pitfall in your brother's way. In other words, 
I am not going to criticize you on your journey. I'm not going to slander you. I'm not going to talk evil about you. I don't want to put a stumbling block so that you won't get to the other side of your journey, that you will fall down, break your leg, twist your ankle, whatever that may look like. I'm not going to talk about you negatively, whether to your face or behind your back. You're absolutely right. If I am not going to slander you, I'm not going to speak wrong of you while you're yet on your journey. I'm going to allow the journey to continue because if truth be told, we've all been on a journey. We have not arrived to this place without stumbling somewhere, but I'm not going to put a stumbling block in someone else's way. I'm not going to stop them from getting to Jesus like they should. I'm not going to be the reason that they turn around and turn back. But I'm going to jump on over to the fact that we need to learn to accept one another. Ephesians chapter number four, verse two. And the Bible records for us. Uh, well, it starts in verse one. Uh, Paul says, therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received. How are you going to do it? Verse two, with humility and gentleness, with patience, accepting one another in love. There's that in love. I am going to accept the journey that you are on. I know I'm on a journey and where I am is not where I'm going to finish. And where you are is not where you're going to finish either. So if I am going to treat you right, I need to learn to love you in the middle of your stuff in the middle of you making bad decisions and thinking wrong thoughts, I'm going to understand that you do have a past and that is influencing your present. And But that also means that how I act towards you is going to impact your future. I'll say that one again. You have a past. You're acting in the present. But if I can do anything to change the atmosphere today or the words that I say can then impact your future. And I want to do that positively. So if I'm loving you, one, I'm not talking about you negatively. I'm to your face or behind your back. I'm I'm not slandering you. I'm also accepting where you are, but knowing that you're on a journey to get somewhere else. That yes, you can bloom where you're planted, but you're not finished growing just yet. I don't want to rub you wrong. So I don't want to cut you down. I don't want to leave you where you are. I want you to go, go higher. But then we're challenged even more in Ephesians chapter number four. And now I'm going to verse 32. And this one, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was right. So let me go to 432. And the Bible says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God has forgiven you in Christ. Just as God has, you know, that, that really takes us aback. The be kind, okay, if you don't knock my cup over, if you don't bump me in the arm, I can be nice to you. I can be kind, considerate. Yeah, I can do that. Compassionate, yeah, sometimes I can understand. I got that. But when he says forgive, oh, that's one of those that kind of rub us the wrong way. Because if you rub me the wrong way, I'm not really all that forgiving. That's typical. I'm going to say, one, I am so thankful that God has given me a forgiving spirit. I don't hold the grudges. It doesn't mean that I'm going to allow you into my bedroom. 
you might still be able to come to the house, but you're going to stay in the living room. You're not going in the refrigerator and you're not coming into my bedroom. Sometimes, as we would say in the South, I'm going to feed you with a long handle spoon, but I'm going to forgive you. I'm not going to hold it against you and not accept you into my circle. You might be on the outside, the peripheral. Let's just be real. Okay. But forgiveness is something that God asks us to do. And notice what he said, as Christ has forgiven you. Can I get a witness that God has forgiven us of so many things? We tried to do right. We intended to do right. And we still ended up doing wrong. We made some missteps. Mm -hmm. We sinned against him. Some we committed, some we omitted. We, we have to admit the fact that we have not been perfect. And so we shouldn't expect others to be perfect either. And when they mess up, especially if they come back and they apologize for it, accept the apology. Don't hold a grudge. Holding unforgiveness in your heart is like having a heavy weight, a bag that you're carrying around every day. Have you ever met someone that has a laundry list of everything that you've ever done wrong? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I met someone like that. Yeah, I messed up. Can you forgive me? I've grown up too since then. So just like we would want them to treat us that way, we need to treat them right too. So that forgiveness thing does cut in many instances, but when we get past it, just as Paul said to Philemon, as he writes the book of Philemon, he, he talks to Onesimus and he says, look, forgive him and any debt that he owes, put it on my charge. Can we forgive today? Can we be more like Jesus and say, you know, where are your accusers? Go and sin no more. Can we do that? Can we say, yes, you messed up in the past. Yes, you were dirty, but I'm going to wash you white as snow. You know, the blood still works. It's that blood that cleansed us. And it's the same Jesus blood that will cleanse them too. Be willing to see them through the eyes of the cross, just like Jesus sees you. God says, you are my child. And yes, you messed up in the past, but I'm not, I'm going to cast your sins as far as the East is from the West. I am not going to remember them any longer. He tells us in 1 John 1 and 9, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Can we do that? <laughs> Peter says to Jesus, how often? How, how many times should I forgive my brother? Can I just do it seven times? And Jesus says, uh-uh, forever. 70 times seven. In that same day, as much as it probably pains you, if you're going to love, you're going to bear all things. You're going to believe. You're going to endure. You're going to cover. And that's what we're going to do. So the last one that I want to leave with you is 1 Peter chapter number four, verse eight. Oh, I have a lot. Oh, let me put this one in here. Colossians chapter number three, verse 13. Um, it says, accepting one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so must also, so you must also forgive. Hmm. I just had to put that pin in there again and just say, as the Lord has forgiven you, you must also forgive. James, uh, and I meant to mention this one, uh, James also has so many, and that is the fourth um, 
chapter of James, the 11th verse, if I recall, um, he talks a lot. He says, um, don't criticize one another, brothers. He who criticizes a brother or judges his brother criticizes the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. Let's not judge from that standpoint. Let's not criticize the person from that state. In other words, don't let us put a verdict while they're in process. Let's hear the end of the matter. And uh, so then I'm going to finally go to 1 Peter because I don't want to hold you long. I want you to go read these scriptures. 1 Peter chapter number 4, verse 8 says, Above all, maintain an intense love for each other since love covers a multitude of sins. Love covers. If you're going to treat me right, you got to learn to love me. And that means that you're not rubbing me the wrong way. You're not being brother and sister sandpaper, but you are loving me. So very quickly, four things that you're going to do if you're going to treat me with love. You're going to lean L into curiosity. Be curious about that person. Ask them questions. Find out where they are on their journey. Ask them what they're thinking, where they're going, and then help. So lean into curiosity. Number two, if you're going to love me right, you're going to overlook the past version of me and be open to the present version of me. Because see, some parts of me have expired and some versions of me have expired. I am no longer there. And so what I'd like for you to do then is be open to the doors of opportunity that are lying in front of me. That's where I want you to go. But V, you're going to value who I am on my journey. In other words, value the journey, value the person, know that I'm getting there. No, I have not yet arrived. But E, embrace the person, not the actions. Embrace me, even when my actions are inconsistent. Love me, lean, overlook, value and embrace. That's what I'm asking you to do. It's a lot there. So let's go ahead and learn to love. Right. Let's bow. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we thank you. But God, we recognize that your love, you are love, and your love just pervades us. It just infects us. It just overpowers us, and it has us overflowing also with love. Help us to learn to love one another more perfectly. Help us to forgive God, those who have done us wrong in the past and see that their motive may not have been waking up in the morning in order to see how they could rub us the wrong way. Help us, oh God, to let go of past hurts because in many instances, they cannot make up, make restitution for what has already occurred. So us holding them hostage to that or holding them in debt to that makes no sense. Help us to free our hearts, letting you be the righteous judge, giving you, as you say, vengeance is yours, giving you the ability to make the wrong things right. Help us to see others on their journey, just like you see them in process. Just as we were in process, God, we're asking you to help us to do the same for others. God, we're going to bless you for how you're putting the right people in our lives. You're encircling us with the encouragement and the mentorship that we need in order to go forward. Thank you for that. Help us to treat each and every person that you bring into our circle the way you would want 
them to be treated the way we would want to be treated as well. God, we know we're asking for a lot, the not criticizing, the accepting, the not rubbing the wrong way, to covering, the bearing, the enduring. It's a lot. Help us to lean into that and display what you've called us to, to be light and salt in this dark world, for them to know that we are yours based on our love. We're going to continue to lift your name on high and bless you always. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, God bless each and every one of you. I'm Dr. Shanti Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, helping you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Have a fantastic rest of your day. God bless. You can find us online at ShantaeHaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at ShantaeHaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.